Hi, I'm Melissa Withers, and this is Unfounded. In each episode, a guest and I tackle a topic about biz building and startup culture, but we do it by asking each other only three questions, one about the past, one about the present, and one about the future. The third question, the one about the future, that's the wild card. We have not shared this question with each other in advance. And that's it. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hi, Clem. I'm really happy to be here with you today and have you as a guest on Unfounded. Um, I always laugh so much when I'm with you that I had a, I'm having a hard time, like not just already already um, giggling through the entire segment. So really happy to have you. Our topic today is the pitch. Um, you and I have listened to pitches. We have built pitches. We have eviscerated pitches. Uh, we have laughed ourselves out of rooms uh, on the back end of pitches. So I can't think of anyone else um, in my universe that has as much to say about the pitch um, as probably I do. Uh, so thank you so much for uh, for being here today. Um, you know how this goes. We have three questions we're going to ask each other about the topic on the pitch. One looks to the past, one speaks to the present, and the third, the wild card, speaks to the future. And that's the question that we haven't shared with each other in advance. So we have no idea what's what's coming. Uh, no formal bios on this show, but for anybody watching or listening, uh, you can read about Clem and his amazing experience as a founder, investor, and mentor in the show notes. But in lieu of formal bios, uh, I have have asked Clem to pick three words to describe himself before we jump into the conversation. So that's it, Clem, three words. And, and do I need to explain why those three words or just three words? Just three words, man. Just three words. Then, then, then I'll go for like- Discipline, 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 friends. Love, startups, and Macarena. I'll leave it here. Like that is, I genuinely mean like every, every single of these three words, like there is a deep meaning actually behind it. Uh, so, so I hope it gives a smile and uh, made me, uh, gave me a massive smile to describe myself like that. I, I, you know, having known you now for many years, I, I, I stand by those three words. Um, so thanks for that. And thanks again for, uh, for, for being with me today. So we're gonna jump into the pitch, the topic, the topic uh, of startup culture. Um, and we're going to start with our questions from the past. And so, Clem, I'm going to ask you a question first. As a founder, what's the worst experience you've had making a pitch? And when you look back now, what would you do differently? So I have one very vivid uh, memory. October 2010, uh, I started to pitch my secret garden. My Secret Garden was the name of my company. Uh, I had no idea as a French speaker uh, yeah. what that was. That was a security <laughs> company. And exactly, so you're cracking up and you're laughing. So I, I, I walk in, first oh pitch, so I book this series through, through net, sheer networking from Europe. I go to SF, like this was legit, super amazing <sighs> cybersecurity, AI company type uh, uh, tech, anyway. I walk into this VC, I even forgot the name, uh, like, um, it, it, like they are not around anymore. And uh, anyway, I start and like, uh, I'm gonna pitch you my secret garden. And the guy cracks, cracks oh open. My God. Like he's like, he's laughing so hard. He had seen that it was my secret garden or whatever, like in the email, but hearing someone with a strong French accent uh, doing that. Uh, and so I good. didn't know I was dressed up in suit and everything. So <laughs> what I would have done differently is be a human. 
is like is is be like acknowledged it was totally awkward which by the way it took me another three days to understand why that was oh awkward God. and uh and yes, yes. so so that a note i think things to do differently just be a human oh uh brilliant thank you and, and also google the name of your startup and oh yeah and there's the that part to and in other Google's ideally yeah. if you're if you're not starting in the US like uh in in like google.com and if you're starting in the US like just like go yeah. and pay check it out check it out first yeah you yeah. would have yeah oh, uh, uh it is amazing so all right your turn so what is the most memorable pitch that you've ever heard the one that you still remember about it so I mean, I mean, we've heard so many memorable pitch, but there's one that has relatively recent, and it it's um it sticks with me. Um, a, a really talented guy uh, comes in to do an in-person pitch um, in the market, selling has a little traction, um, kind of goes through things, and it's kind it's pretty normal. Uh, and then he gets to the part where I ask him to talk a little bit about what's on the agenda for the future, and it's one of those pitches where everything's on the agenda. There's a tripling of everything, a tripling of, of customer segments, a tripling of product, a tripling of service, a tripling of revenue. Like, I mean, just a vast tripling, like a hall of mirrors, as far as the eye can see in about, in, you know, all done within like 18 to 24 months. And so I listen and listen and I finally kind of stop them. And I, and I'm with my two partners and I, I we, we kind of get to that part. I'm like, hey, so, you know, wow, super ambitious, good for you. Tell me a little bit about what you need to do to do all this stuff. Like, what are you gonna do to get to, to get here? And he pauses and he leans back and he looks very serious. And I'm expecting now like really deep thinking about this. And he leans back and he pauses and then he goes, massive action, massive action. And we all kind of pause thinking it's like a segue into massive action includes. And he's like, it's just gonna be a massive action. And we all were sitting there and that was it. That's all, he had, that's all he had to say was massive action. And suffice it to say, we did not make the investment. But um, about a week later, my partners um, printed out these t-shirts uh, for each of us. And uh, to this day, when you have no fucking idea what you're gonna do, you're like massive action, massive action. Uh, and I will never forget the, the the seriousness which which this guy believed that massive action was a capability set. So very memorable. Um, awesome. Okay, so now switching past behind us, switching to the present. Um, you know, I think company pitches have gotten pretty formulaic over the years. I don't want to say well that's good or bad. What do you think about that and about this the sort of um, the formulas now that we sort of see so frequently in company pitches. Is it fine if I speak French during your uh, during that podcast? Oh, I'm sure that are the incredible uh, number of the four people that'll watch this video. I'm sure they're all the native French speakers. So I so say. No, I mean, I, say, I was about to say it's utter bullshit. Uh, <laughs> that, oh, that, that's like my dad's French. That's that's what my that's like my dad's French. So yeah, so, right. so for any founders listening here, like like. Yes, there is uh, an expectation of 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 problem, solution, team, vision. How how do you what does massive action means? How do you unpack all that? So th there is that expectation. However, at the end of the day, until the series B, and even at that point, like all the like precede to series A plus, it is about what is so unique about you. 
like generate the excitement and help me understand alongside you why you're doing this such irrational action, which is being a founder, being underpaid, not working well, not like, like destroying your life uh, just to, to make something work, which I do not prescribe to, but which is a reality because you're so consumed by your passion. And as such, no, being formulaic about your pitch is not a way that can work and that the bear run and know that there is an expectation that you clearly articulate. And there is a reason why there is this formula of clearly articulating the problem. Like what, why, why is this? Why now? Why you? And, and going through all the, the elements. However, you don't have to be formulaic. Just like do the work with your closest mentors, with your, with, with your, your co-founders, with yourself in the mirror. Like, why is my company so exciting? And just like get to that. And I see like the best pitches are actually only encapsulating two ideas, three ideas that are enough for me to then have a very substantive discussion to understand where could we add some help with tech stars, with my personally, with interesting to other founders. So yeah, walk away from this formulaic piece just, and th that can help you as a backbone. Like you need to have an answer to each of these 10, 12 points. However, this is not why someone yeah. is really excited to work. Yeah, with. it's like the formula became a substitute for doing the actual work. Yes, yeah, exactly. Totally agree. It's not like it's not, it's, it's back to, to, at this point, it's so formulaic that we're back. I feel like back in- I know, it's like it went all the way around. 2002 yeah. where yeah. everyone was speaking about business plan and, and like, yeah. uh, it makes me feel old to be like, oh, we're back to that. Now I hear like, hey, it's Basadek. We're like sending like uh, documents. I'm like, okay, cool. It's, it used to be called business plan. Thanks for reinventing something that has been around for a long time. So yeah, do what, do you do whatever makes, uh, convey properly your idea. It's it's truly what a pitch, which is a short uh, statement, uh, uh, means. Yeah, awesome. Okay, your turn. Hit me up. So speaking about that, what gets you excited when you hear like a pitch, a short statement explanation from a founder? Today? Yeah. So I think really important to me in a pitch is this this a way to help me understand why the time is now for your company and for you. I mean, you, the, the history is just littered with examples of really awesome ideas, awesome technology, awesome people, but it just didn't come together because the timing wasn't right. There were things happening in the market, in the ecosystem, in the world, things happening to consumer behaviors that just didn't line up. And I think, and I don't, and I didn't make this up. I mean, other, other, many much more brilliant people than I have spoken to the, the role that timing plays in business success. But I love when a founder really demonstrates an, a really organic, natural understanding, even if they don't even know that's what they're doing. It's like they're talking about the timing kind of naturally. It's not like there's a slide that says why the time is now. It's just more that they really they're on fire because the time is right. And, it, and that's one of their drivers, one of the motivators for why they've committed their, themselves to, this, to the business is that it is the right time. Uh, and I, I really appreciate that. And I think it's the part that is not formulaic at all, kind of playing off of you know, the, the, last, the last segment is that's not a formula. Like you have to understand real shit about you, your intervention, your market, the past, the present, and the future in order to get that right. And so when I hear a really smart, simple, concise articulation of that, I get really excited for the founder. Even if it's not a fit for me as an investor, I just feel really happy for them. And it makes me um, have a lot of enthusiasm and excitement for what lies ahead for them. So. That's awesome. Okay, the wild card. Question number three, uh, the future. I get to go first uh, and ask you a question. 
So what we value the most in a pitch, just it changes over time. Back in the day when you and I were, were getting started, I a little older, I was probably babysitting you at the time. Um, you, it was all about how many users you could lock don't, up. Don't worry, at some point I'll push your wheelchair. Okay. Yeah, you'll, yeah, you'll push smile, my wheelchair so. around. So back in the day, it was about how many users you could lock up. And then it was about how much data could you amass, even if you had no idea how you were going to monetize either one of these things. These days, the trends have swung almost to the other end of the spectrum where it's a lot about path to revenue, how quickly you can generate revenue and how much revenue traction you have. Um, and you know, I guess I understand why this is, but I think that's changing too. So when we think about what we value the most in a good pitch, um, what's the next thing that you think we're gonna start obsessing over? I hope uh, genuinely that the concept of leading indicator of success is going to be more and more democratized. This is something, it's not new, it's been around for like hundreds of years uh, for the ones who understood how to qualify that, which is basically instead of speaking about for early stage, uh, I'm, I'm uh, speaking for early stage pitches, is instead of obsessing about your revenue, help me understand what is exciting about the, what are the early signs that you're seeing that are indication of future success. And what I'm seeing right now is indeed in order to find a diamond in the rough, like if you're at a point where like you're at one and a half million in uh, revenue, sub 12 months uh, CAC payback, meaning like in less than 12 months, like, like you, you got your money back to acquire that customers, less than 10% churn, like you're already, like you, you're already, you're already a hot company because there, are, there aren't many folks like you. But what I would love and the future, what I think the future is, is, is moving towards is having a much more qualitative uh, perspective on what is underneath the growth of a company. And by having actually that discussion, you also are starting to see, and like we always rev up your perfect example of that is you, you start understanding, is this company on a venture track? Is this company on a revenue driven track? Like by, because you speak about the foundation of the company. So my hope for the future and what I, I see already emerging, but only with the most sophisticated investor is a focus away from financial metrics and much more on the qualitative underneath uh, element uh, that are the backbone of a growth of a given company. Amen, brother. I, well, I love that. I'm going to take that out and pull that audio out and I'm just going to play it when I go to sleep at night so that I can dream happy dreams about the future. Totally agree. Thanks for uh, that. And also, I hope uh, that every single uh, uh, angel uh, group in the world that makes founder pay to pitch them are going to die in a painful death. This is a resurgence during COVID. And so what I, uh, that I see more and more. So every single angel group out there or every single person you hear that makes you pay to pitch, like, please yeah. apologize your name. Let's burn them uh, alive because these okay. are the leeches of that, uh, of that ecosystem. Yes. Yeah, I cannot, I do not, I can't condone violence, but I understand the spirit with which the comments Sorry, I just, so. you, you get, you, you're getting mm. clam after three days of hearing two instances where just uh, that just yeah. happened. Yeah, no, it's in Boston and New York, and I was so totally messed up. I totally agree. All right, man, last question. Hit me uh, up. That's very different. Uh, like, so, so you're the host, like you're, you're having like, can you pitch us Melissa in 20 years? Me and my pitch? Yes. Oh my gosh. Oh, that is like a wild card. Um, Melissa in 20 years. You know, I think the thing that's most important to me now as I contemplate what I want to do next is I really want to be able to provide 
C-suite support in particular to founders that just don't get that informal training through networks of privilege. I realize how much uh, pain and suffering I experienced myself and how much I've seen uh, in my early days of mentoring. I think there's just a tremendous opportunity to be more honest and transparent about that gap in informal support and training that um, first time founders have if they haven't come up out of a community where the people around them are by happenstance more experienced. So when I think about planning my trajectory beyond the next couple of years and, and the, the current funds that I manage, I really wanna keep doing that. I feel like it's, the, it's finally the right way to pay back the ways that I have been supported, but even more so, um, create a way to support that I actually never was supported, right? To, so to be the change that I, I wanna see and to, to really go at it, go at that um, passionately and vigorously. I think if we're really serious about democratizing entrepreneurship and giving more people an honest shot at, at, at experimenting even with leadership and helping them navigate their way, um, somebody has to step up and coach them beyond how to raise money, beyond how to do a spreadsheet, right? Beyond how to find product market fit and just how to think like a leader and how to know how to know what you don't know and how to know when you need to put yourself in a different role. I mean, these are just things that I wish I had known like 20 years ago. So nice. I guess that's me pitching me in 20 years. I love it. So what did I hear is that like, did I hear right that like Melissa in 20 years will have impacting hundreds, thousands of new entrepreneurs. Like a factory. Uh, a factory, <laughs> a factory of, of, of new of, entrepreneurs. Of powerful founders. That is awesome. We're going to take over the world. Yeah. I mean, I get behind that I get behind that. So, all right. It. Well, that was it. And I really um, appreciate, uh, I can't, again, you, there's just nobody else that I, I think you are probably one of the few people that has sat through it, as many, if not more pitches than I have. So I really appreciate you um, joining, um, joining me today. I really appreciate it as a person and everything that you do in the community. And um, I, we could just, let's do this again in another season. Cause there's so many topics that you and I can tackle. It was a pleasure. Awesome. Okay. Thanks for the fun, Melissa.